Welcome to the Swine Time Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Spencer Wayne. I'm one of the staff veterinarians here at Pipestone Veterinary Services. I'm one of the owners in Pipestone Holdings, and I have the great pleasure of interviewing folks at different times for our monthly podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Mrs. Hannah Walkus, who I've known for a long time. I don't know how to introduce her, except I'll probably just turn it over to her and say, Hannah, who is Hannah Walkus? Really, who is Hannah Walkus? Why don't you start? You can start wherever you want. I've known you for quite a while, um, but when you can start at birth, you can start whenever. You just describe your life, your health, your history, and then I got a few questions for My you. My health. You, that's a, Did that's I say a health? Is <laughs> I'm, thinking about pigs. I'm thinking about pigs. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking health history. Your, yeah, your health history. <laughs> no, uh, if you want to describe your, your history, your yeah. uh, anything you want. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Spencer, for having me be a part of uh, Swine Time today. Uh, so I'm Hannah Walkus. I grew up on a uh, farm um, in southwest Minnesota by Lakefield, Minnesota. My parents actually still live and they farm there. And uh, the farm that I grew up on was really similar to probably a lot of pig farms in the 80s. My dad had uh, 50 sows for our finish. And uh, it was just, it was a lot of work. And I remember because I was the youngest, I had the smallest arms. So I had a lot of the crappiest jobs of uh, pulling pigs and getting up in the triple decker nursery in the corner and having to scoop the pigs out and walking around with my little five gallon bucket and picking up all the uh, piglets that had froze from the winter because the sow had farrowed outside. And uh, I, uh, at that time, decided that I'd never want to go into pig production. So I was never going to do that. And then uh, fast forward through my life, I uh, attended South Dakota State University, got degrees there in uh, microbiology and uh, chemistry. So uh, a bit of a nerd and and uh, met my husband there. Uh, he's from down by the Yankton, South Dakota area. And then uh, we reloc- relocated to Brandon, South Dakota, which is where we still live today. And we have three kiddos. Uh, we have Caden, who's 16, uh, Logan, who's 13, and then Briggs, our little guy, he uh, just turned 10. And... We love uh, to chase our kids around. They're pretty active in a lot of activities. We love to attend uh, any SDSU athletic event that we can. And then we really love to get back to that family farm uh, whenever we can. The one that I talked about, my parents are still on. They still row crop. We try to get back there as often as we can, uh, just not as often as we used to uh, because our, our life has gotten a bit busy. But that's kind of me in a nutshell, you know, despite my health status your health, your health concerns <laughs> yes. no so that's your that's some personal stuff about you thank you for sharing that um but i'd like you to describe a little bit and if you don't i will <laughs> as much as i can but your history within the company here because yeah. the reason you're on today is you've got a new role and uh, it's in a very important role for all of us and i thought hey, it's, it's important maybe for our listeners that might know the company or might know you to kind of know like what you've done within this company which has been quite a bit so if, would you mind going through that yeah. a little bit from the time you started until now yeah absolutely so uh, i uh, mentioned uh, that i when i was younger i didn't ever want to go into pork production because i i just it was a lot of work and you know, just wasn't profitable and it wasn't fun and when i was in college my internships uh, were really around infectious disease and uh, specifically vaccine development. And so I got to work uh, with pigs again, and I realized that it was not the same thing as what I had witnessed uh, back in the late 80s when I was five years old. And so it really piqued my interest, and I really enjoyed the, the science component to pigs. And so I, I graduated from school. I managed a genetics lab, uh, an animal genetics lab, for about a year and realized that being inside all day was super boring. 
and that maybe wasn't for me. And about that time, uh, Dr. Kennedy actually called me up and said that they had this position that where they were uh, trying to figure out how PERS got into South Farms. And uh, they were pretty sure that it came in from people. And so they wanted somebody that could craft biosecurity protocols uh, to implement at the South Farms so the South Farms could reduce you know, their PERS infections. I thought that that sounded fun. Uh, I appreciated that I got to get out and actually be in barns and, and out, outdoors. And, and so I said yes. And uh, I was a biosecurity coordinator with our company for uh, probably about a year and a half. And then our company was growing at that time. And so I, I, you know, just like any small company and any fast growing company, you get a chance to kind of do everything soup to nuts, wherever there was a need, I, I got to go do it. And, and that was probably one of the best blessings I ever could have had. I, I got to figure out how to vaccinate pigs. I got to go into the South farm and select gilts when we were short. I got to go out and post pigs and, and uh, really get to work uh, in a lot of finishers with a lot of the really, really great farm families that we serve today. And then I got to do some more on the admin side uh, because I was following around this guy named Luke Minion and he need, needed some help with uh, some of the business side of what Pipestone did. And even though I didn't have any background in that, it just fueled my passion for business. And uh, I really got to learn on the fly and got to learn how to manage a company and operate a company and, and all that uh, goes with that uh, really through on the on the job training. And uh, today I would uh, serve as president of our services division, uh, which is newly created uh, as of July 1st. Okay. We'll get there in a second, but I'm, you told me some things I didn't even know. Like first, how did Kennedy find you? Like there are all, all <laughs> these things. I used to work for, it was Newport, wasn't that who you... Uh, yeah, it was uh, Biogenetics. It was a company in oh. uh, Brookings. Yes. Okay, I was thinking. I thought you worked for Newport for some reason. Uh, I was wrong. I interned. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I Maybe did internships there. But what I recall is, oh, who's this Hannah person? Okay, Hannah. Oh, she's very bright, smart, uh, hardworking, and then we needed help. And so you were like a health technician too, where you were running out yes. posting pigs, and and you were just doing everything that needed to get done. Yeah, that's exactly right. In a small company, you just you do everything that needs done that day, and then different things the next day. Yeah. So. Then all of a sudden they said, well, Hannah is good with people. Can she sell, can she sell a uh, product? You know, like we, we sell products out of our warehouse and she works with the customers, maybe make, make sure that she can interact with the customers and see what they need. And, and you did that. And then can you run that? And then, well, yeah, Hannah can run that. And like everything was kind of, I wonder if Hannah can do that. And then Hannah did it is what I remember. Now that's in my mind, it's, <laughs> it's like watching people transition through things. So I remember you bought, you came in with a particular set of skills, but uh, those skills got developed uh, progressively through the years. And so I, I get the f fun of watching you come in and just kill everything you, you attack. So that's been fun for me. Well, I appreciate that. And that is probably not all accurate. I don't want to take credit from the really, um, uh, important team members that I got lucky to surround myself with that probably had more to do with the kill it concept than, you know, me just sure. getting lucky. Yeah. But, and then one transition in there was when, you're doing a lot of different things. And when Luke had a very careful decision, like who's going to be president of veterinary services, and we kind of formed around that, you were picked. You've been a great boss for me, so good. And now you're even a bigger boss for more people, which is the next thing. What's your new role? Because there's been some shifts within our company of personnel and people who are doing different jobs. What is your new job? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we've been working on a transition plan for quite some time because, um, you know, just like we try to work with farm families to transition to the next generation, you know, that's not lost on us. We need to work uh, 
in and on our business to transition leadership in our business to stay healthy and, and thrive so we can be there for the farmers. And so we'd been working on a transition plan for a couple of years about what uh, the succession plan of Luke would look like. And really, uh, it we realized that, that that job had grown so much and was so diversified and so international and so uh, just, just big for one person to be expected to know uh, that we really started to think about creating two different divisions. And so that's actually where we landed and that's uh, where we would be today. We would have a services business that would be uh, all of the touch points or all of the service offerings that would support farmers. So our veterinary services company, our management company or the Pipestone system, our nutrition company, our business services company, and then all of the support functions that uh, keep that afloat every day, like our IT, our marketing, our HR teams. And uh, our focus is really on just getting up and crushing it every single day and executing for that farm family. The other side of what we've really kind of grown into in the last three to five years is this concept of partnering with farmers to actually create new companies. The first example of that would have been Holstone, where we actually formed a company, partnered with farmers. Uh, Yellowstone, which would be a cattle packing initiative. Greenstone, which would be a carbon farming initiative. Uh, those would all be similar themes. But the concept for that, uh, those stones, uh, they're really partnership driven. And they're really about us trying to set up companies that perform uh, for our investment, but also for the investment of the farmer. And so we just thought that the focus of those two things needed to be separate. And so I, I was uh, grateful to be uh, able to serve the services company as the president. And then uh, Sean Simpson uh, is a outstanding candidate, and uh, Sean is going to lead the uh, partnership side of our business, doing a great job. Okay. So there, that leaves kind of a weird elephant in the room question. We've referenced Luke a lot. And people listening, most of them probably know who Luke is within our company. But just for some kind of introduction of Luke, Luke was our former CEO. Um, he's our partner. Yeah. Still. And um, I don't know, you want to comment on his new position? Because yeah. people say, well, where's Luke? You know, that, that's kind of a big question. Like, where's Luke at? Yeah. So uh, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Luke because uh, I've been fortunate to, I guess, grow up and learn under Luke for so long. And he's really impacted my life. Uh, but Luke had been at Pipestone for 23 years and CEO for about 17 of those. And so uh, even though he's still a young guy, he was really intentional for the last five plus years that he didn't want to do this forever because he didn't think that it was the right thing for, for the company if he stayed in that role you know, to, till retirement. And so we'd been uh, working on a transition plan for Luke for the last five years. And uh, we didn't really quite know what it was that he was going to go do. And so it's hard to transition and step away to a new job when you don't know what your new job's going to be. And uh, in that time frame, then a whole stone was formed and Luke was obviously a, a big part of that founding. And uh, in uh, January of 2023 of this year, uh, Scott Webb, who would have been the CEO of Holstone, uh, decided to retire. And so uh, uh, Luke stepped in to be the interim CEO uh, and uh, that uh, I would say fueled his passion to see that there was a need that he could fill and that maybe made the uh, appropriate next step to be in life. So Luke transitioned fully to the CEO role of uh, Holstone Effective July 1st when uh, Sean and I transitioned into our roles. Mm -hmm. And so me from the side watching in, Luke was stepping back and letting other people do things for quite a while. And so it's not like Luke just left one day and like, who's going to do the jobs that had been forming up like poured concrete that was being shaped and 
patterned and cut and everything in the right spot. So by the time Luke did step away, there was already a, a good platform with people already doing those jobs. Yeah. So, so titles changed and responsibilities a little bit, but a lot of the duties had already been being covered at that point. Yeah. I'm guessing. I think if you really are intentional about doing a transition, you do it over time and you do it in a way that when you announce the transition, people are like, well, I thought that was already happening. Yeah. And it's like a non-event. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we tried to really hit that point. And, and I feel like uh, that's how the majority of the team felt. I, I feel like we did a good job accomplishing it and having it kind of be a non-issue. Okay. So this is where you might get mad at me or laugh. One of the two was like, <laughs> are, are you up to the job? <laughs> uh, I'm humble enough to know that I've got giant shoes to fill. But I'm so passionate about what we get up for every day that what I would lack in my experience, I feel like I make up for in my passion. And today we've got the best team surrounding us that we have ever had. And so what I don't know, we've got team members that know it 10 times better and will be there to support me and, uh, and I'll be able to lean on. And so, heck yeah, I'm up for the job. I'm excited about the job and I'm really excited for the additional team members that now get leadership opportunity to excel alongside me. Good. Okay. Here's a set of questions. So you got a new role and you just described who you are, your history, what you're up to. And my question is, what is this going to mean or what, how will this impact three groups, our customers, our managed farm shareholders, and our employees, because I think amongst those three, we have listeners in even those categories that we're yeah. hearing this. No, it, it shouldn't impact them at all. I mean, uh, one thing that we've tried to really do at Pipestone, and I, I think the you know the leadership here for for many a years has done a great job of is setting the fabric of what we are and what our core values are. And so our core values are embedded into into a lot of us. And then this mission of helping farmers and how that's the North Star for what we do, it's just, it's embedded in us. And so um, there's no need to change that focus because it's the best focus out there and it's what we all live and we breathe and you just can't turn it off. So keeping that mission and that focus, I would say is, is not gonna change one bit. And then I'm giving myself a little bit of time to just learn the company and get the company and the clients to get to, to get to learn about me as we learn about each other. And as we identify, you know, opportunities for us to help farmers even more, we'll uh, lay out what those are. But right now I would say uh, we're on a good path. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps it up. Unless you wanted to add anything, I think we covered the main points. Um, I wanted to make sure there's a podcast to really give a great introduction of who you are and what you had planned and, and how you viewed the company. So thank you for your time. Um, appreciate you being here. Thanks, yeah, Anna. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Spencer. No problem. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in and uh, tune in next time. Swine Time Podcast was created for the pork industry and individual pork producers around the country. Hosted by me, Dr. Spencer Wayne, with the Pipestone Veterinary Services. The podcast contains pork industry news, advancements in animal care, and how to enhance your productivity. Monthly podcasts are available on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Anchor, and on www.pipestone.com.